Welcome to another episode of TiffinCast. My name is Seishu, and I speak with photography industry leaders who make it a habit of inspiring others, bridging craft and commerce to help you create a sustainable and creative business. Today's guests are Sarah Thompson and Corey Lynn Tucker. Sarah has spent more than 20 years working in agency, media, and community-based nonprofit organizations. She's the Senior Marketing and Communications Director at The Village for Families and Children owner and publisher of shopblackct.com, and is also a local photographer specializing in portraits and weddings. Corey focuses on elopements, small weddings, and branding photos. She loves building an inclusive community where nobody feels left out. She takes photographers on monthly photo art tours to study the greats, having fun, be inspired, and of course, gather for food. She loves styling photo shoots to give her couples ideas and teaches photography workshops when our schedule permits it. Welcome to the show, Sarah and Corey. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, great to be here. I'm psyched to uh, chat with you and Sarah about her project. Yes, thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. You know, I am so thankful to Corey for posting about this amazing opportunity for all of us to really participate in in businesses that are in Connecticut, obviously, uh, and that I may, and you may, and uh, the folks who are listening in may not have even heard of. And so it's kind of like a, uh, kind of a cool surprise in some respect, right? Um, th- the idea behind it is to elevate the presence of black owned businesses. And you've created a, a, a guide, essentially a directory for black owned businesses. So t- tell us a little bit about how you got started on the idea, obviously, there are certain things that have happened in the last month or so that have precipitated the need to be more cognizant of of our neighbors, of our our fellow citizens here in Connecticut. But tell us a little bit about what got you motivated to do this. Sure. So, you know, over the past several years, I've really strived to be an anti-racist ally. And in doing that, you know, it's really taking a position of learning and uh, self-reflection. And in, in that learning, I've learned so much about, you know, how supporting black owned businesses really reap so many benefits for the community, um, actually beyond the community, many benefits, but also about the unique struggles that black owned businesses face and the owners face. Um, just in general, uh, small businesses tend to fail, unfortunately, eight out of 10 fail within the first 18 months. And, um, you know, people of color are denied loans and discriminated against in that process um, very much more than uh, white folks. And that kind of kind of combination makes it even more challenging for their businesses to succeed. Um, You know, going a little further. So in attending the protests lately and, you know, having bold conversations and using hashtags like Black Lives Matter, you know, these are all important steps, but the combination between um, kind of those things and learning about the small businesses that are owned um, by black folks, it's 
critical that we move beyond kind of those protests and those rallies and beyond the hashtags and take action and steps to dismantle the the racist system that disproportionately benefits white people. So kind of the the motivation behind this was truly just to drive business and awareness of these businesses um, right here in the greater Hartford community um, to kind of just amplify them and do it with nothing expected in return. That's, uh, I mean, it sounds like uh, you're trying to look at the economic side of things and helping uh, Black-owned businesses essentially with their with their economics and their finances to make them prosper. Is that right? That's true. Um, and, and it's it's kind of I guess it's hard to pinpoint one exact reason, but because there's so this is multifaceted. But yes, that's one main driving reason. Um, but also to bring our community together, um, you know, to close the racial wealth gap, to create jobs. There's so many benefits that can happen when Black-owned businesses are given a position to succeed in the same way that other businesses are in our community. Um, you know, to just kind of, again, take it a little bit further with this um, on the educational side, you know, enslaved people were considered to be lazy, intellectually fear- inferior, and all of these things, even though their hard work is what built our country, the infrastructure of our country. And so these um, major untruths have been kind of force fed to Americans and American consumers. And so we need to dismantle those stereotypes and show how valuable black owned businesses are to the community. Um, just as the same way that we do for all these other businesses um, that are existing. So yes, driving, driving revenue, driving profits, but bringing community together and um, kind of finding a solution where we're really benefiting our community and everyone in the community. I am, uh, first of all, amazed that there are 200 businesses here that I'd never heard of. So uh, that is in itself an amazing feat. How are you putting the word out in terms of getting people to submit their businesses to this amazing website? Sure. So it's truly a grassroots effort. It's a collaboration. Um, You know, I kind of, well, first of all, the site's only been live a little bit over a week. And so... It's oh, wow. Been, yeah, yeah, it's been very busy. Um, the official launch is July 1st, but really this started as an effort and then uh, it, kind of in my home, but then connecting with people of color who I'm very close to. I'm getting their opinions, you know, getting their voices involved in this project and trying to just reach out one by one, have people spread the word through their networks. And it's amazing. Word of mouth is a very powerful tool. Um, but the, another issue that a lot of Black-owned businesses face is um, lack of, you know, flexibility in a budget to do a lot of m- online marketing. So the the premise is that this will never cost anything to business owners to list or be featured ever. So you know, when that word gets out, yeah. pe- people go and you know fill it out. But social media, word of mouth, that's really how it's spread so far. Well, I, I mean, to your point, I would have never heard of this unless Corey had stepped up and put something on Facebook. And uh, I, I've been following Corey's work for the longest time. I was like, what is this? What's going on? What is she involved in? And uh, so, Corey, tell us a little bit about your involvement with this new initiative. I mean, you are in it as a volunteer. And I think Sarah mentioned something to me uh, before we started recording uh well, as a, as a Facebook post, whether in terms of getting involved with the group, and I'd love to be involved as much as I can. What is it that 
you you are hoping to do, Corey, for this group? Um, I am so excited that Sarah um, asked me, or I think I volunteered when I found out what she was doing, if she needed my services as a photographer um, to help Black-owned businesses um, be seen to elevate their voices um, so that they do have more equality. And just the fact that she's already discovered 200 businesses in the greater Hartford area is phenomenal. Um, I met James the other day uh, of Singing Sliders and photographed uh, my first Black-owned business. So to me, I love giving back. I've always been into social justice and equality and um, you know, trying to bridge the gap between the racial divide um, within our communities. And Sarah and I met um, quite a few years ago, but then again recently at some uh, local protests here in Collinsville and Canton. So yeah, it is so important to get active. So the protests are, are advertising to raise awareness about Black lives, but it's also really good to educate yourself, um, and which we've been doing even more so. Um, and so giving back to the communities and helping them get a leg up so they can be seen and heard is really, really important. Um, and you know, kind of stepping out of the spotlight ourselves so that they can thrive, right? And uh, today I'm heading off to another business in Simsbury to photograph them. Um, and we'll see what's next um, um, as, we, as we move forward. But it's just really satisfying to do something that is good for the community and needs to be done. Um, it's taking action steps, like a call to action, um, beyond just posting memes, it's putting your money where your mouth is and your time and your energy and your talents. So I feel like all of us as a community, we all have talents yep. and we can share those gifts that we have um, freely to help other people, um, whether that's teaching somebody something. Um, I'm actually going to be posting something soon about uh, photographers can donate um, old camera equipment um, to black people so that they can start getting into photography themselves. So I'll be sharing that on my social media channels soon and um, all about collaboration and sharing information. So I'm glad you found us on Facebook and saw that yeah. post. So to, to your point, Corey, I think uh, I, you've just sort of hit upon an idea or a thought that's always been occurring to me in terms of, you know, telling people stories of, uh, you know, there are certain situations where, you know, I have, as a photographer myself, I have found myself wondering whether I'm, I'm actually intruding in people's lives in some respect uh, to tell their story while they could de themselves tell their stories. You know, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. So as, as, I mean, I went to, as on a whim, I went to just see um, on your website uh, the, the number of photographers listed under photo video and there are quite a few of them there. Is there any opportunity, do you feel, that uh, some of these photographers might be able to be roped into doing the kind of work that uh, you've already started doing and doing what, extremely well? Uh, is that question for Sarah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Sarah or Corey, doesn't matter. 
Yeah. So um, the team of collaborators that we have right now, there's there are 11 of us um, and it's growing rapidly. Uh, it's a diverse group. Some are writers, some are editors, some are marketers and some are photographers. So, Fantastic. yeah. So and, and um, you know, my background is with marketing, communications and photography as well. And so we know that photographers have a unique, you know, kind of vision, style and um, kind of story to tell through their each individual work and we do not want this to just be from a white or um, otherwise not person of color lens we want this to be um, really amplifying like we we're saying black photographers black writers and black business owners so yes there's always opportunities to get involved um, either as being listed and then promoting the site you know yourself or mm -hmm. to be um, involved with doing the blog features. And I'd love to share a little bit more about that. So part of the strategy with a site is not just to list businesses, which that's helpful in and of itself, but we want to go a step further and really provide marketing support to these businesses. So each month we're featuring um, a handful, usually it'll be about once a week, we'll post a feature blog post um, where the, a business gets matched with a professional photographer, um, just like Corey. And I'm so thrilled that she's with us because, we're, you know, Corey, your work is just phenomenal. So I'm you, so Sarah. excited about this. Um, yeah. But these businesses are matched with a professional photographer and then a writer for the feature. And then they're, they're able to keep all the photos that are taken, um, you know, really branding photos, lifestyle photos, whatever style that the photographer brings um, to, to highlight their business, but they can keep those and use them for marketing purposes. And then we also provide digital marketing support for those businesses as well. So it's really a, you know, let's list, let's amplify, let's promote, but like Corey touched on, let's use our gifts to be able to, you know, create change in our community. Um, mm -hmm. But I just want to reemphasize that is not going to work if it's all, you know, a bunch of white people doing this effort. It will not work. <laughs> we need to be coming together. And um, yes, so I'm excited to see who's joined the effort. And it's very, very new initiative. So any and all people are welcome to join this effort. Um, there's a clear indication. Thank you so much for explaining that, by the way. I appreciate that. There's a clear uh, process, a method to, to submitting your business. It's, uh, it's online. It's on your, it's the first thing you see uh, actually when you get to your website. Um, are you, are you also seeking out people, uh, on your own and then drawing them in? Or is it just mostly, people finding you online and say, Hey, listen, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a black owned, I'm a black, I'm, I, I, I own a business. I got to be on this website. I'm putting my name in. Uh, what is the, the, the general ratio between you seeking people out and saying, Hey, come and check it out versus people already just sort of dropping in and, and putting their name into the, into the mix? Yeah, that's a great question. It's, I'd say it, ch it has changed a little bit over the last week. So <laughs> depending on the day, but um, yeah. really it was a, a cross between, um, I think more heavily us, me reaching out, I say us, there's a, like I said, the team reaching out to individual businesses, but starting with the ones that I knew and, um, you know, was a regular at, and then talking to those business owners, you know, who do you know that could be listed on the site? Um, so doing that, but also doing a lot of research. Um, we also did, uh, you know, research, based on what would people want to see on a site? What's important to them? What would make someone, you know, go to a small owned business? So I did some of that research in the previous week so that we knew kind of how to position the site. Um, 
but yeah, it's really a combination. I'd say over the last couple of days, it's, it's been word of mouth, you know, we're posting in Facebook groups, so different groups and then other people share and, you know, there's such power in, in these mini micro communities of um, either photographers or like we said, small business owners. So, um, but the photography aspect really is um, such a huge critical component of the site. And I don't want to mm-hmm. miss the opportunity to talk about this because, you know, Please do. as we know, strong visuals really tell the story, right? So without strong visuals, it's, it's a missed opportunity for businesses to really show, you know, their vibe, what they're about, kind of their personality and what they bring to the table as far as their mm-hmm. products and services. So to be able to have those strong visuals, it gives um, consumers and communities folks a chance to kind of peek behind the curtain of their store and um, really take a look at what this store is all about or, or shop or service. Um, you know, Corey mentioned she just submitted photos for the singing sliders um, food truck and James's story just came to life without even me seeing the written piece yet. It's, it's incredible. Right. So Sarah. Yeah, yeah. So we know that, you know, photography is more than just snapping a photo. It really does tell that story. And without that piece, the site, yeah. it won't do what it's intended to do. Well, yeah. uh, we, I think we're all going to be biased about photography because we're all photographers. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I've I always maintained, uh, even when I was in journalism school, that uh, photography was the fastest way to communicate an idea. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's why it is so popular even now. Um Obviously, you have an Instagram uh, account and you have Facebook and, and uh, you know, it's amazing that you're, that you're you've sort of jumped on all these other platforms to to, le- to just sort of let the word out. You know, th- th- this is something that is going to happen and is happening uh, and excited to hear about Corey's, uh, you know, photo shoots. Uh, you know, obviously, it's, it's amazing that even during this time of a pandemic she's out there working and making a difference i mean so kudos to you mm-hmm. Corey. really that's Thank a you. that is amazing yeah. um i gotta ask you though other than the covid pandemic i mean what other challenges are you facing as a photographer when mm-hmm. you are uh starting to do the work that uh, you're doing for this website right so <laughs> i g- great question i always wear a mask when i work um I had to reschedule up to 20 of my weddings, which is to 2021, which is freeing up time for me to be able to contribute to blackownedconnecticut.com and, you know, put my time into this effort, which is amazing. So I almost feel like COVID has been a mixed blessing. It it was a gift um, and a curse at the same time. You know, um, it's, it's tragic that all these lives have been lost, but it's also been a gift of time for us to slow down and really realize what's important. Um, and that goes, you know, it's about our health. It's about slowing down simplicity. And it, it allowed us to awaken to the George Floyd killing and all of these other people that were senselessly murdered. So now because we have that gift of time we're able to get active and get involved and i really feel like if it weren't for covid this might not have come to light and people might not have made these changes that have been so necessary for hundreds of years yeah Um, so yeah i use my mask um i have been um photographing elopements i've done three of those already and two let's say two small weddings 
I have one Saturday and more elopements on the way. I just talked to more couples this week. So I'm getting booked up for summer and fall, which is great. And elopements are the way to go because, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot smaller. There's less people and yep. your health isn't compromised. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, back to the, the guy that you've created, uh, Sarah, have you received any pushback at all from anybody? So it's funny you should ask that because I don't know that I would call it pushback, but um, I had a great email conversation with a uh, black photographer in the area who contacted me to be listed on the site, um, shopblackct.com. But he asked me, he said, you know, I'd like to be involved with this, but I just want to make sure that there's no expectation that anyone's getting any financial gain off of this other than the black um, business owners. And the conversation that we had helped me to kind of reflect on the process and what we're putting out there. Because I know that Corey and everyone else that's who are involved with the project, we all have similar um, kind of goals in a shared vision. But maybe if this isn't articulated so much, it might be misinterpreted um, in the community. We, we d- want to make sure that no one is seeing this as us trying to do something there where we, we get attention. So while even things like this podcast are helpful, um, we don't want the spotlight to be on me mm-hmm. or anyone else who's contributing. So the pushback right. was more just, so how does that look? You know, we, in saying this um, black photographer, he was sharing that there have been others, you know, efforts in a similar way, but then they go on to maybe charge down the road for listings. And so I reassured him that that wouldn't be the case, but it was a really great conversation. And I welcome those types of conversations because we need, this is a work in progress, right? And we're, we'll make mistakes along the way when we try to do these types of projects, but we need to hear these, um, everyone's voice in it. So. But other than that, no. I mean, there's been incredible support and enthusiasm across the state, really, from different business owners and supporters. So it's been well received. You know what I think is really cool, Sarah, too, is in one of the groups, we had somebody from New York who was so excited that you were doing this. Mm -hmm. And now New York wants to do something like what you're doing. And so when people see ideas like this, they're they're getting involved and you're not reinventing the wheel. You're mm-hmm. you're cross collaborating so you can help each other and it it becomes more of a global thing than just Connecticut, right? It, it right. Can, this can take off across the country. And in fact know? I have a friend um, in California, a longtime friend who uh, had seen that I was doing this and um, he's I I he's a young professional but also has been compiling lists, similar lists. He's a black man and he said he was so enthusiastic about this and he wants to try to recreate something in the Bay Area. Um, So, you know, who knows how far it can go, but the idea is because we're not in this for personal gain, the more the merrier, if I can share the business model. Um, The intent really was to start in Greater Hartford, expand out to Connecticut in a couple months for the listing, then expand to Massachusetts, New York and kind of out from there. So I see, I uh, see. that's the hope. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Uh, you know, I have a whole lot more questions, but I got to be respectful of your time. And I have a few ideas that I'll share with you on, lo- on, on an email. Um, I would love to be involved. I uh, think it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful opportunity for everybody. As Corey mentioned, uh, you know, if you have a skill, Get out there and put your skills to use. It's it's there's there's 
there's no fear of losing anything when you help somebody out, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes. So that's I think that's the sort of the 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 spirit of uh, the the website and the the entire idea behind Black Owned Business Guide. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for thank having you. us. Thank you. I'm so Take excited care. to see where this goes. Have a great day everybody. This podcast was brought to you by Connecticut Headshots, your first and only choice for professional headshot portraits, business event photography, and personal brand photography. Learn more at ConnecticutHeadshots.com. If you found this podcast useful or enjoyable, would you do me a favor and give it a five-star rating on iTunes? And if you are listening to it on Tiffinbox, please be sure to share the blog post with your friends and family. Everyone is welcome. Welcome.